All right. What kind of love songs you got for me? Ah. I love you like a love song, okay. baby. I was like, I thought you were like, ah. I, I, I love like, you like a love song, baby. L I'm is for the way you look at me. Oh. O is for the only one I see. V, v is, is very, very, very extraordinary. extraordinary. E is <laughs> even more than any. Okay, that's fine. It's what other love songs? Uh, let's see. Hear. Got any Taylor Swift love songs? You're here. Oh There's nothing I fear. You're so close yet so far. <laughs> yeah. Um, any other love songs? And I would do anything for love. Got any meatloaf love songs? But I won't do that. Anything else? Um, Anything else to get out of your? I mean, I can, I can. You can go all night. Yeah, I can go all night. Wink, wink. That's right. <laughs> and so can you when you go on findveglove.com. Far away. <laughs> it's closer to me every day. I did technically ask for this. Should we do what's right? Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find. Catch me a catch. Night after night in the dark, I'm alone. Yeah, so find me a match of my own. This is the intro to the damn podcast, Andy. You're <laughs> listening so. to the V Spot podcast. It's a veganish podcast, and tonight we're all about love, baby. Today? Tomorrow? This morning? I guess Today. it depends on when you listen yeah. to this, whether it's nighttime, daytime, morning time, while you're in the shower time. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. Nice. We just caressed your ears while you're in the shower, mm-hmm. maybe, and you're welcome. Um, and I'm Danny. And I'm Kat. And we're here to make you fall in love with us, mm-hmm. with our words. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in love with us and you'd like to be in love with someone, perhaps <laughs> Karen can help you find someone. Mm-hmm. Who's Karen, you ask? Dot, dot, dot. Stop asking, asking us stupid questions. Yes, just stop. To just keep listening. Don't ask questions. Yeah. Don't yell at us to get to the point. We're mm-hmm. getting there when we're damn good and ready. Yeah, that's right. And we're ready now. Okay. So we'll just let her, we'll just, mm-hmm. we'll just let us and her do the talking. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Are we recording? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Hello. hello hi hello hello that's our favorite thing to do like a surprise there's a third voice here yeah (laughs) normally people are just used to us just babbling on and on and so if there's a third a third voice that everyone can hear not just us yeah not just the voice that we share in both of our heads Mm -hmm. yeah an actual audible third voice okay i don't know the details of this i'm already going off the rails i apologize so much (laughs) but i saw on the internet somewhere that there is a thing that some people do not have an internal monologue is that not the weirdest thing you've ever heard of because like i haven't like it's just quiet yeah you don't have an internal monologue i have to like look up look this up more maybe those people are all sociopaths i'm not sure but that's like yeah Yeah, that's very that's isn't that weird i don't like that no because i like yeah yeah it's okay. That's it. I was gonna say because if we share an internal monologue as well as our own, there are some people who have nothing. No, no, no. no. Yeah. We'll do some research. We'll circle wow. back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just wanted already. Sorry, I'm going off the rails, but I just wanted to share that because I saw it yes. on the Facebooks. People are sharing it, and it was Mm-mm. horrifying to me. Like that's really scary. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but the voice inside all of our heads today <laughs> is our new friend Karen of Find Veg Love. And you call yourself the vegan Cupid. Is that right? I do. I love that. Love that. Thank you. Love it. Yay. So thank you for talking to us. We're really excited. Mm-hmm. Um, the topic of dating is one that we really enjoy. So we're like in general, we just like to talk about it. So we're excited to have you. So do I. Yay. I hope so. (laughs) See, and I love it because I'm so out of touch. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm I'm out of touch with the dating world because I have 
been with Andy for 12 billion years, pretty much since the dawn of time. Yes. And so I love like learning more. And I'm like, oh, man, just in case. Like I said, if I get cat number seven, I may need <laughs> to employ. <that. laughs> it's fine. Um, well, so we usually like to, like I was telling you, we usually like to kick off by just hearing like your, your origin story as we call it. Like, why did you go vegan? When did you go vegan? Tell us who you are. Tell us your life story. Sure. I mean, that's, that could take a long time, but we got all night. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been vegan for 15 years and I am, yeah, I am vegan for the animals. And basically, um, why I went vegan is because my husband at the time was taking a class in law school, and he learned about factory farming, and then he told me all about it. And I was totally outraged and couldn't believe it. Because like so many people, I had always never really thought about it and just turned a blind eye. So it was a really eye opening moment um, in our lives. And shortly after that, we both decided to go vegan together story to the going vegan. Uh, I'm from Ottawa, Ontario, and I lived in California for about eight years. And that's kind of where I got into this whole thing um, of of doing the veg speed dating events, which is what I did for many, many years. And I loved doing it. I'm not sure if you know much about them, but I basically did those events all over US and Canada for about four years. And they were amazing, amazing. And for me, it was because literally one day I had a friend who told me like, this was in California. She said that she couldn't find a, a, a single vegan man. I'm like, that's crazy. We're in California. How can, how can <laughs> they not be out there? And so that's doing the veg speed dating event. And they were always just for vegetarians and vegans. And the events like really took off. And in fact, at my very first event, I had a couple who met and later got married. So that was like amazing. Uh, I've had multiple uh, couples get married actually from meeting at my events. And I also have lots of uh, couples who have been together for a few years now. And so that was like so extremely rewarding. And then just last year, I started offering matchmaking services. And again, it's just for vegetarians and vegans because that's what I'm passionate about. And there is such a big need for it. And um, so yeah, so I, I love what I do. That's so cool. I um I I have heard of the vegan speed dating events. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure if I realized that that was you or not because I definitely used to see it on social media um yeah and I I, we live in upstate New York so we're not like conveniently located to New York City really we're about two and a half three hours north and it's kind of same with Boston like we're not close to any major cities so or at least like close enough to just like pop in (laughs) um but I always used to see them posted and I was like that's so cool I remember Mm -hmm. sending um a post to a friend of mine who lives in Philadelphia once and she's a vegan and I was like can you please go to this like I need somebody to go to one of these because it's such a cool thing um did you when you were doing that did you get like a lot of turnout like did a lot of people come out for that yeah the events ranged anywhere between 20 and 30 people that's so cool that's really awesome so cool because there's definitely a need (laughs) oh yeah yeah it was it was a huge amount of work but extremely rewarding that's what I was gonna actually ask you about is like how So you see a need for it. And then how did you like execute it? Because a lot of times we see people who are like, I know that there's this need for this thing, but I don't know how to actually pull it off. So how did you did you like sit down and just start like researching other speed dating things? Like how did you actually make this come to fruition? Well, my background is actually in event planning. So oh. I, I went to school. Well, I, I went to school originally. I did an honors degree in criminology and law, which a lot of people don't know <laughs> because it's not very relevant. But I did I did uh, I do have my background in that. <laughs> and then I went back to school because I realized that that was just not for me. And I took an event planning program and I loved it. And so my, like, really, I've been doing event planning, event production for like the last 15 years. And when I moved to California, it was like during the crash in 2008, there were no jobs whatsoever. 
and I just decided that I would start my own business. And I knew that I wanted to combine my love for event planning with my love of veganism. So I thought, okay, I'm going to, I want to do like stuff that's never been done before. And living in California, like that was the place to do it. So I basically, like, I came up with these events that had never been done before. And I didn't really know what I was doing at first. But over the years, like, I realized that I was really, really good at it. And so I planned events like I did a Berkeley Vegan Earth Day event for five years. I did San Francisco Vegan Iron Chef. Uh, So I did a lot of big like yearly events. And then the speed dating events were just something, like I said, just something um, that I did on the side for the fun of it. Basically, when it was like during my quieter times during the years, I'd be like, hey, I'll just plan a speed dating event. So I did those for a couple of years. And then I moved back to Canada. And when I moved back to Canada, like... I was done with the big, huge events. I just wanted to like start something new. And so that's how I came up with the idea of doing the speed dating events all over US and Canada. So I had no idea what I was getting myself into at first because I had never done anything of this scale. But because of my event planning background, I had the skills and the expertise that were required to, to embark on this kind of huge project. Um, so I, I hired people in each city to run the events for me. So a lot of people wonder, like, did you travel all these? Like, no, <laughs> there's, there's no way I could have done that because, you know, at any given point I was doing like any, anywhere between 10, 10 to 15 events per month. So it just would not Jeez. make sense, uh, for me to be able to do that. Wow. That's, I did event planning on a very small scale relative, um, to that in the, last year um, for a year. And uh, while I enjoyed it, it was way too stressful for me. I'm too much of a a worry and an anxiety ridden person. So like just hearing like 10 different, you know, in a month, I'm like itching. I'm like, oh man, that's so, so I admire that so much. Cause like for me, I would have had a nervous breakdown. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's, it was, it was very difficult at times, but what kept me going was how much of a difference I was, I was making in people's mm-hmm. lives because so many friendships were formed at these events in addition to relationships. So I really feel like I was making a really big impact and just hearing people's feedback about the events and thanking me for providing this kind of service because nobody else was doing it was so extremely rewarding. But what ended up happening is so, like I said, I I did those events all over US and Canada for four years. What ended up happening was towards the end I felt like I became more of a marketer and promoter than, mm-hmm. than like really helping people. And I was like basically on the verge of burning out. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, something needs to change. I can't, I can't sustain this anymore because like it was at the beginning I had a business partner and then towards the end it was just me and I just couldn't keep up anymore. And I, and the, the matchmaking, like I have actually a really funny story about how that started one day I got a call from this amazing man in LA who had gone to a couple of my events. He had been following me on social media. He loved my work. He loved me. He was like amazing, amazing. And he literally called me up one day and he's like, Karen, I want you to stop hustling. You deserve to be a millionaire for, for the amount of work like that you put into this. I'm like, yes, I've been thinking that for a long time. <laughs> and he basically... <laughs> Because I was working like 12 hour days, seven days a week. Like it was, Mm. it was nuts. And so he just said, he's like, I want you to stop struggling. I know how much potential you have. You have this amazing network of vegan singles all over that nobody else has. And he said, I want to hire you to be my matchmaker. Let's do this. I was like, all right. (laughs) And that's literally how it started. And so when I started offering, like the minute I started offering the service, I literally booked, like, I think it was three clients in two weeks. I was like, oh, wow, like I'm really on to something. And so for a few months, I was doing both. I was doing the matchmaking and I was doing the events. And eventually, like I decided, I'm like, I can't sustain both of these. And I I see so much more of a sustainable path Mm -hmm. with the matchmaking because it doesn't require um, the same level of, of, I mean, it's still a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm still working every day, you know, all day long, but it's a, it's a different, it's a different stress and a different level of, 
um, of work. So, uh, so yeah, so last year in October, I decided I was just going to be doing the matchmaking and that was it. And it was seriously the best decision I ever made in my life. That's so I that's so cool. I'm so curious about this matchmaking that you do. I, I know <laughs> we both are just like this is like just so cool. And it's, you don't you don't hear about a service like that like no often anymore because yeah. it's a lot of any, more of any kind. No, you yeah. hear a lot more of like Tinder and things that and are just like websites. quick and dating, yeah. web, but not like matchmaking. I know. So I mean, so so what what how do yeah like <laughs> what what goes into this do you, i mean i just have so many questions because it's <laughs> so like do, i i don't even know where to start because i I just have so many questions like how do you like what, what is the criteria for like matching people like what do you look for how do people i don't i don't know just, how do? <laughs> just like tell me how <laughs> Yeah, well, basically, like, I myself uh, was in a relationship for a very, very long time, like 15 years. And, and then, uh, you know, we we parted ways. And I was back in the dating scene. And I hadn't been in the dating scene forever. Right. And so it was like, all brand new to me. And I did the online dating thing. And at first, it was it was fun, because it was new. And like, I was going on a bunch of dates. And eventually, it got really old. I was like, okay, this is this is not fun anymore. <laughs> and a lot of a lot of my clients, they 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 have the same experience as me. And it's it's so hard to find vegan people on dating apps because yes. you can't filter. And then of course there are vegan dating apps, but the databases are pretty small. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are are you know going towards matchmaking because they are really busy. And they don't want to be wasting time going on dates with people who are just not compatible to them. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to keep doing the online dating thing. And it's it's not necessarily that, you know, they they can't go out and meet people. It's just like, it's hard to meet other singles, let alone vegan singles. Short of like going to meetup groups and like vegan potlucks and that kind of thing. But not everyone there is single, right? Mm -hmm. So like, where else are you going to meet someone? So that's why like, people decide to to work with me, because they want to fast track it, they want help, they don't want to do it alone, they want someone like, they they really want someone to help them out. And I, I provide like way more than just matchmaking, I provide a lot of coaching. And I actually just very recently, uh, released my very first dating course. So it's an eight week online course. I'm so excited for it. Uh, it took me months to put it all together, but essentially, like that was my way of of helping out my clients as as much as I can, because I'm giving them the tools and the support and the guidance to really get them ready to be able to start a relationship and ready to um, you know just find love because relationships are really complicated, right? So uh, the more support you can get, the better. And in terms of the matching, basically. I have a database and so people go in and they fill out a free profile and it's not an online dating dating website. It's just for my eyes only. Mm-hmm. So when somebody becomes a client, I like, I do a lot of coaching with them. Like I said, I get to know them way better. I ask them like a bunch of questions and then I, about themselves and then also about what kind of partner they're looking for. And then they go through my eight week course. And then I start the matchmaking. So I get to know them while they're taking the course because I interact with them a lot. I do like group, uh, live group coaching calls. I have a private Facebook group. So I get to know them like at the beginning stages. And then when it's time to do the matchmaking, I literally, my first, my first step is going through, uh, through the database and seeing who I think looks interesting and might be a good potential match. And I, I don't look like, it's not just based on physical is based on what you have in common, what kind of person you're looking for, what your core values are, you know, what what you want out of life. If you want kids, don't want kids. Uh, so there's there's a number of different things that go into it. But essentially, once I find somebody that I think would be a great potential match for my client, I reach out to them, and I set up a time to do a video chat because I can't meet my clients face to face. 
because I work with people all over. Mm-hmm. And so we do video chat and we just talk and I ask them a lot of questions to really like assess if they are a great match for my client. And then at the end of the video chat, if I think, yes, like this, this person would be perfect for my client, I tell my, my client about them. And if he says, he or she says, yes, they're interested, then I send an email to introduce themselves, uh, to introduce them to each other. And they take it from there. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> that's like, yeah, it's a- <laughs> that's a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is like highly personalized for sure. This is not a computer just matching you up. This is really me assessing and doing all the back work. And really like I I have this joke. I I tell people like I weed through the bad apples for you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So this is just a question at the side because like for that, do you – are you a very social person outside of this because like for me I'm a very like homebody introverted person yeah and so like that would emotionally exhaust me being because I feel like you get to know these people and so you essentially you know like you kind of make these connections you make these extra these friends and you're in quite literally dealing with people's you know good stuff and bad stuff and what they want and their hopes and their dreams and that has to be like kind of exhausting sometimes maybe yeah, I mean, I, I definitely consider myself an extrovert and introvert. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, I mean, I, I really like, I leave my house to go to the gym and go do groceries and that's about it. <laughs> no, that's not true. I do a lot of outdoor <laughs> stuff and, and hang out with my friends. But uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely have to be social. But the biggest part with this is being really active on social media because yeah. I constantly putting myself out there to get new people in my database so that I can get like Mm -hmm. new potential matches for my clients right so a lot of matchmakers they have recruiters and they go out to bars and like you know that kind of stuff I I don't do that (laughs) but uh yeah it's I'm always putting myself out there so like doing podcast interviews doing like radio interviews and just really putting myself out there so that more and more people can find out about what I'm doing. Yeah, I was going to say the da- the the database was going to be the interesting thing for me because like do you have a lot of people who are like yes, I want to be in your database but no, I don't want like necessarily your services right now. Do you like do you have that who are yeah. people who are like, you know, like I don't want to actively find anyone. I don't want to be technically like a quote client, but like yes, you may put me in your database because I'm seeking or something like that. Oh, for sh- definitely, because not uh, not everyone is in a, fin- in a financial position, first of all, to hire me because it's it's not cheap. And, you know, it's not cheap for a reason, because there's only one of me. There's only so many hours in the day and I only take on 10 clients at a time. So um, and again, that's because I don't want to work 12 hour days, seven days anymore. So that's the way that I've structured my business. But yeah, definitely the the database is great for people who are interested in potentially being introduced to my clients. There's no guarantees when you're in the database that I will reach out to you because I'm only going to reach out to you if you're a good match for, uh, for one of my clients. But um, yeah, I mean, I, for those who aren't ready to quite make the investment or just not ready emotionally that's why the course is also a great option right so the eight week course is it's all online and then the people like again the idea with the course is that people are going to walk away feeling really empowered and confident and ready to find love mm-hmm. that's so cool that's, that's yeah that's like so cool <laughs> um, <laughs> wow it's that's wow um I don't even know. That's Matchmaking totally is a thing. Like you said, you got you guys didn't really like haven't really heard much about it. I um I actually belong to a matchmaking like matchmakers alliance, oh. and I went yeah went uh, to Utah in November for a matchmaking conference. Oh my god! And so I. Yeah, of course, I'm the only vegan matchmaker. Uh, there were there with that being said, there were a couple of other vegan 
uh, vegans there, but they don't work exclusively with vegetarians and vegans, right? So that's what really sets me apart is that yeah. I am the only vegan matchmaker that works exclusively with vegetarians and vegans and has this big, huge database and pool of veg singles. I so feel that like- that's how it's different. But yeah, matchmaking is, yeah, it's definitely a thing. It's definitely gaining more and more popularity and it's been around for a very long time, right? Mm-hmm. There's also the whole cultural thing yeah. um, uh, with, with Indians and Jewish people. And so, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> um, do people, uh, prior to starting re- this recording, I kept singing the song from Fiddle Around the Roof. Do people sing that to you a lot? <laughs> no. Really? Oh my God, uh, well... she would not stop while we were setting up. <laughs> and now it's stuck in my head. And that's funny because I was like, I'm sure she's heard that a ton. So... <laughs> And then, so we had Fiddler on the Roof, and then Andy started singing from Hello, Dolly. Like, we we were having a whole Broadway medley about matchmaking before we started. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Um, Anyway. (laughs) Um, Do you, so I think what I like so much about this, aside from, I mean, you put so much work into this, and it's just the coolest thing I've ever heard of, but as somebody who has dated both vegans and not vegans, it is really hard to be somebody on the dating scene when you're a vegan because, you know, there really is, in my experience anyway, a small pool of vegan men in the area where I live anyway. I'm Mm -hmm. sure it's different in like major cities and stuff like that, but it it is really difficult. Um, And and I'm sure that like, you know, a lot of people have different opinions on whether or not they would they'll date a non-vegan and what have you. But in my experience, it, it, it dating somebody who's not vegan is just one of the many things that you don't align on. Because for us too, like we're both vegan for the animals and for ethical reasons. And so for me, when I'm looking for somebody romantically, I want somebody who aligns with me ethically and morally. And being a vegan is so much of my ethics that if I meet somebody who's not, that disconnect is a lot bigger for me than it is probably for them or for somebody else who's not vegan meeting somebody that doesn't, you know, agree with them on a certain topic or whatever. Like the the vegan thing is such a different animal. So for no pun intended. <laughs> so I feel like I feel like what you're doing is is so needed. Well, it's cuz it's more than because vegan is especially if you're ethically vegan like, you know, like Karen you are and we both are, it's it just happens to be how your morals and ethics like manifest almost like you said, Kat, it's way more. Yeah. Like, so it's like, if you disconnect, like someone might be like, Oh, well, I don't care if you don't eat meat. And you're like, yeah, but that's not it. It's more than just not eating meat for right. me. And right. so like, yeah. And then it's like, if you, maybe you find a, a vegan, but then they want, they do want kids and you don't, or yeah. they want marriage and a house in yeah. the suburbs and you don't. Right. And so like this matchmaking, this like really finding those like connection on multiple levels is really cool and very 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 needed yeah honestly (laughs) yeah it it really is all over the place in terms of like people's um opinions on if vegans can date non-vegans and so on and I have uh I have a Facebook group called find veg love and I have close to like I think 2,500 members and it's it's often a really hot topic and it's it's all over the place I know couples um, who, you know, one vegan and the other person who isn't vegan and it works for them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I am not a judgmental person whatsoever. And I always tell people if it works for you, great. And really it's, it's a question of respect. And if your mm-hmm. partner respects your choices and yeah, so it works for some people, but it doesn't work for a lot of people. And, and that's the thing. It's not just because someone's vegan, it doesn't mean that they're, that they're right for you. Right. Because they right. have to line up with all the other things. So, but when you both start off as being vegan, you are starting on the same level playing field and you have that mm-hmm. out of the way because it can cause a lot of issues in a relationship and relationships are a lot of work. So if that's out of the way, then then it definitely helps. Hmm. <laughs> but then there's it. like the whole other 
uh, thing about how I have some clients who are vegan and for them, they are vegan for ethical reasons and they will not date someone who's vegetarian. Oh. And so that wow. that's that's a tough one too. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. I guess I never I I never thought of that as being a thing. <laughs> you know, I mean obviously you hear a lot of conversations yeah, from vegans it, who, it, who won't date not vegans, but I've never vegan guess, versus vegetarian. Yeah, I guess I've but... never considered that because in my yep. head, I'm always like, well, if they're vegetarian, like, I can make them a vegan. It's fine. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That yeah. would be my it's thought, really too. It's not a far, a far stretch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I, always tell, I always tell those people to just try to keep an open mind because the pool of vegan singles is small. It, there's no question about it. So when you're limiting it, to even smaller than it's hard, but not impossible. Uh, and I, I have been able, you know, successfully to help my vegan, my vegan clients find other vegans. But it's, it's all about being open minded um, as much as you can, in my opinion. Do you find that um, whether you're, it's your clients or the database in general, that you have more men or more women who mm-hmm. come to you or who are willing to go down this path? No, and it's funny because right now it's it's pretty close to half half men oh, and half women. Hmm. I think I have a couple of extra men as clients. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, hmm. and that was the same thing when I did the speed dating events. Is that a lot of people always thought that it would end up being like twenty women and two men, but it was yeah. it was never like that. I was successfully able to get equal numbers or pretty damn close to it for all of my events wow yeah I definitely would have thought it would be more more women, women yeah I thought for sure that's that's yeah. really and, cool and in some in some yeah and in some cities I like more than once had to cancel an event because I had like 12 men and like one woman or something. wow geez <laughs> so figure yeah. it out guys <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So I definitely like I broke a lot of like myths and like misconceptions about vegan dating. And that's that's what I love to do is is show people that, you know, you shouldn't compromise ever in a relationship. And a lot of and that's this is why another reason why I'm so passionate about helping vegan singles is a lot of people just say they can't find a vegan partner. So they're just going to date someone who is a meat eater. And they're not happy because they're not being true to their values and they, they're compromising. So it just, it's never going to work. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> um, you should write a book. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Oh, yeah. <laughs> As if you don't have enough to yeah. do. Yeah, in case you wanted one other thing to do, you should write a book. It sounds like you have a lot of free time. And so I was just, I'm just saying oh, yeah. you should consider it. <laughs> yes. it, just, it definitely is something um, that I want to do. But my next big thing, and I can't say too much about it because it's not official yet, sure. but uh, the next big thing I'm working on is a potential TV show. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> Dang. Okay. About vegan dating. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And then, so okay. So the book, so yeah, you're going to so do the po- a TV show and then book. And then <laughs> yeah. when you're done with that too, if you could... Um, start like a subset of this because this is another I think a, a fun market in general would be like a find veg friends. Like if you could do if you could do like a like a shoot off like yeah. a little um like two point like find yeah. veg love friends. Because like hey, listen, well, I would like more yeah. veg friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny you say that because with the speed dating events. I had two options. There was a friendship option and a dating option because yeah. So people could be matched up um, as friends or as dating because again, to me, it was super important that people um, because naturally people were forming friendships at these events. Mm -hmm. And I actually, um, I actually have another matchmaker friend who um, actually started a BFF like best friends forever and it's it's matchmaking for friends and she just launched it like not too long ago so yeah so yeah 
potentially something that I can do. Yes. You, you definitely <laughs> should because that's, a, that's another thing we, um, yeah. Andy and I talked about it. We're like, Oh, we should go on Tinder as a couple, but like, well, <laughs> we just want friends. We're not like, we don't want with like, okay, you know, no, do what you want relationship swing, whatever. But like, we don't want out of their romantic partners, but like, we'd like some friends to play board games with us. <laughs> And so it'd be great if those yeah. people were also vegan. So. It's it's also Andy just sent For me a text sure. because he would like me to bring this up. It's really hard. Um, I mean, it's hard to find friends who are vegan in general. Yes. But also as adults, it's yeah. really hard to make friends. Friend, making so friends like, as adults I is agree. really hard. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know how to do it. No. Like if you, if you think about it, we have luckily, and I'm more than content with this, like I have a handful of very good friends yeah. and plenty of people that I could like text or whatever but like how do how would I make new like if yeah. I moved to a new city I would be like so I don't I yeah. wouldn't even know what to do yeah same. like I've known Kat for what 11 years yeah. now and I'm like thank god because yeah. I I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly most of my current friends are people who I made friends with when I was young yeah <laughs> or younger rather you yeah. know and so no, I don't, yeah, I don't I get do it. that anymore <laughs> yep it's a thing. That's funny. Speed dating and a friendship option. I love that. I That'd love be cool. Too. Except I'm really awkward. So if I only had like five minutes to talk to someone, they'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need more than five minutes, I think. Yeah. <laughs> or like less time or yeah. like exactly a minute or something like 30 seconds to be like, I have six cats. I have a greyhound. We like to play board games. How are you doing? <laughs> I like Law and Order and beer. Yeah, I like <laughs> Law and Order and beer. Yes, that is me. Mm -hmm. True crime all the time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, okay. So success story wise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's had, what I wanted to know. You said you've had a couple of marriages out of, was that out of the speed dating or out of the um, yeah, matchmaking? Yeah, the, or? No, the speed dating events. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, Did I haven't been doing the matchmaking long, long enough, enough to be able right. to have uh, those kinds of success stories. But wow, that's really so. Did what... you get to go to their wedding? That's what I was gonna say. Did you get invited? <laughs> no. What? Oh, what? They had they they, <laughs> they had small weddings. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, guys, even if I can't come, an invite would have been nice. I know. I would have had you like officiated, I think. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because they actually did say like that. So one of the, one of the couples eloped and then the other couple, they actually said that they had thought about asking me to officiate it. But then they thought that I would think that that was too weird. But I totally would have done it. <laughs> I think that would have been cool. I know. Man. That's really awesome, though. And I have, I have planned, I have planned vegan weddings in the past too. When I was doing all my events, that's that's another thing that I did. Really? Yeah. Oh. Jack of all trades. Yeah. Match them up. Plan the wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my goodness. Man, I'm so shook. Yeah, that's a lot of love. Do you feel overwhelmed around Valentine's yes. Day? <laughs> <laughs> do you ever get like no, that really. with like have you had that with a matchmaking thing yet like anyone who's like I really like not like urgent like 911 I need to have a love partner right yes, now but someone who has internal clock is ticking. yeah have you had anyone who like has had that sense of urgency where it's like I'd like your services but like I'd really like someone like as soon as you can get them or has everyone been like pretty chill with like you know the timeline and use of the eight weeks and things like that well, I specifically tell everyone when I talk to them that it's not a fast process, that okay. it takes time, and that it's, you know, I'm a matchmaker, not a magician. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and this is not, I mean, it's it's more for me, um, it's more about the, the quality of the matches versus mm -hmm. the quantity. Mm -hmm. So if somebody says that they're looking for someone in a month from now, like, no. Like I, I, I don't do that. So I, I'm very, very, you know, specific and selective about who I take on as a client because their success is my success. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to make sure that I'm working with people who are realistic about, you know, what I can do, what I can't do. So if someone is, and I, I've turned people down because they've just been like way, way too picky 
<laughs> and and like way too specific about what kind of partner they're looking for and just like no like like I can't do that <laughs> so yeah that's so I definitely I screen people and that's why I if cool. someone's interested I have them book a call with me and I'm on the phone for about an hour I ask them tons of questions I get them to fill out the form I review everything and yeah I'm I'm very selective and where, like, how far does your network of matchmaking extend? Oh, yeah, that's what I was curious about. Like, do you ever end up matching, like, somebody who lives in Maine with somebody who lives in California? Like, yeah, how, or how do does you, it work? Do you ask them for a radius? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So because I did the speed dating events literally all over U.S. and Canada, I have, a, like, a network all over North America and it's, it's not just based on my events, right, of who went to my events, because I have my database, I have my email list, I have all my different social media. So people are finding me from everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. And I love working with clients who tell me they don't care, like, where the person lives. If, if I find someone for them that I think is awesome for them, they want to meet them, no, ma no matter where they live. So I love working with people like that, because it opens up the possibilities so much more, right? So yeah, I, I definitely have people in the East Coast, uh, you know, clients in the East Coast that I've matched with people in the West Coast and vice versa. And it's, it's, it's really awesome. I was gonna say, because I would imagine that'd be really hard if someone is like, I live, especially if like, they live in the middle of nowhere, Iowa, for instance, like a very small town in Iowa. And they were like, No, I need someone <laughs> here. And you're like, Okay, but there's nobody around you, like, you know, versus being open to, you know, if it's the right person and they're putting their trust in you to begin with. So I would say, like, if it's the right person and they happen to be five states away, you know, like you match them with that person for a reason. So right. being open to it, I think, would be important. Exactly. Yeah. The, my clients, they all live in Metro cities. I, I wouldn't take on someone who lives in, in Iowa and say they're <laughs> only looking to meet people there because I'm sorry, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. That would be way, way too hard. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because, you know, I have a question on my pro on like on the profile when people fill out and they have to say like, are you open to meeting someone that lives in another city? And, and it's all over the place. Some people are just totally like, no, like I wouldn't do that. And uh, just just recently, actually, I, I had someone who um, I was looking for a match for my client. And I, I asked I asked the potential match, you know, how she felt about dating someone who lived in a different state. And at first she's like, nah, she's like, I really love it here. I, I don't see myself ever moving. And I said, really think about it. If I were to introduce you to your dream man, like literally everything lined up you really wouldn't want to meet him because he lives in another city. Like you're mm -hmm. telling me that you really wouldn't, you know, give it a try. Right. A lot of people say long distance is just not their thing. And okay, fine. If it's not, right. but you don't know unless you put yourself out there and you try and you just explore it. I know many people who've done the long distance thing and it's worked for them. And I always tell people that if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, and you will do whatever it takes to make mm -hmm. it work if that is the right person for you. Yeah. And I would, I would think that that would end up being more important. I can't imagine being so attached to a location that I right. would give up. And again, these people are coming to you. So like, it's different yes. than yep. if you were, you know, if you somehow matched again with like someone on Tinder that was across the country, I'd be like, ah. Maybe exactly. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not that. Yeah. Which maybe yes, but probably no. But like for you, this is this is like what you do. And so it's like, you know, you would be telling this lovely lady like, you don't want to meet your dream man. Like I have this person that I'm confident yep. will be a match for you. So man, exactly. that's really that's really cool. Like I'm pretty lucky. Like I feel very lucky with my my uh partner even they won't let me have another cat but it's fine um but you know I would imagine that that's I am I am a very lucky person and so I think it's really cool that you exist to make people's lives a little easier a little less stressful and that that you exist just just for people to be able to find love thank it's you hard yeah I know and I come across a lot of people who say that they've never been in a serious relationship 
and they're mm-hmm. they're like in their 40s and to me that's that's really sad mm-hmm. and it's not because they haven't wanted wanted to they just haven't found the person and I really think that there's like always a time and a place to meet the right person but I also feel like I have a lot of friends who have been single for a really long time and they don't want to be mm-hmm. and they just get stuck in their ways Yep. and they put up walls and they become extremely picky and that's why they're single. It's not because they can't find someone. So right. I really make it my mission to point that out to people and like call them out on their BS and say like, no, this is why you're single. It's not for the reason you think you are. Mm-hmm. and people oftentimes need to hear it and it's it's amazing I literally like I I, I don't want to say that I'm magical but okay maybe I am a bit magical <laughs> because <laughs> literally I have this friend who went to a bunch of my speed dating events super super nice man he never met anyone at my events and he So when I started offering the matchmaking, he, we sat down together and we talked about it and he was just like, he could not, he could, he could afford me. He totally had the money, but he was just like blocked. And so we had, we had a conversation. Like I treated him like I do all my other clients, like ask him all their hard questions. And, and I, I asked him a lot of things and it really opened him up to like, he was looking at at things in a whole different perspective and no joke just like after having our conversation a month later he finally went on a date with someone mm-hmm. <laughs> like he hadn't in, in in like so long and not only that but he another girl ended up approaching him while he was like dating this one person so all of a sudden all these women were coming out uh, <laughs> of the woodwork and it's just like and that this hadn't happened to him before. And it's because I was able to help him see like what he was doing. And another, another client, uh, she, she called me, this was like December 31st. Yeah. New Year's Eve. I had, I had a call with her. She wanted to become a client. She had been single for many years and we had, you know, we had a really good talk and she's like, okay, I want to do this. I'm putting down a deposit. So I took her deposit no lie, two weeks after, she sent me an email saying she met someone huh. on her own. <laughs> huh. I was like, whoa. Interesting. This is crazy. And so it's, it's because like I ask a lot of mm-hmm. deep questions and I make people realize like what they're doing. And so, yeah, it's, it's been really amazing to be able to help people because I really believe that you don't need to have a part of life, but it is so nice to have someone to share your life with. And I, I make it really like, it's a really important dis- distinction, the needing versus wanting. I'm like a total relationship person and I love sharing life with someone. I love having someone there by my side, like every day. And you know, I, I just want to help more people be able to find love. So that that's why I'm I'm so passionate about what I do. That's so lovely. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> um, how uh, how did you get so wise? <laughs> and um, you know, emotionally stable. <laughs> yeah, because I've gone through, you know, I've gone through some stuff in my life too, you know, going through a divorce really not easy but uh yeah just lots of years of reflecting and I I I consider myself a very positive person and I try to see the positive out of every situation no matter what and I really feel like it's it's helped me be able to get to where I am today I feel like you're like a I do feel like you're a very wise, wise sage like, <laughs> because like Thank the, you. well it's funny because like the way you put it too is not like you know you need to be in a relationship right, you right. need but it's like the want like it's nice it's a lovely feeling to share every day with someone and again maybe you don't ever get married maybe you just share your life with someone maybe you don't have kids that's why you ask these questions for people so that they can share their lives with someone who is right for them. 
So exactly. they, you know, they don't go through a divorce or they don't, you know, block themselves from finding someone to share things with. So that's just so yep. nice. You are a very wise person. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, with really cool hair. Yes. <laughs> the Thanks. coolest. Yeah. It's my signature hair. Man. See, I think our, at least I've, we've toned down at least I've calmed down before the wedding up until the wedding, I calmed down a little bit, but I think both Kat and I, our signature hair is not having the same hair for more than like yeah. three months <laughs> at a time. Yeah. I, I look pretty, uh, I blend in pretty well right now. We're going to have to do something about that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Any other questions, Kathleen? Or or anything Karen, that you wanted yeah, to I don't have say? Anything, or, but if there's anything you wanna discuss, do you have anything any feelings? <laughs> anything you wanna talk about? No, I think we talked a lot. Um but yeah, I would just say like if anybody listening is, you know, interested in oh, yes. really motivated and committed to finding someone like reach out to me and let's talk and let's see if it's a good fit. And if I you, and if I can't help you, like I I will tell you, but um, yeah. And there's, so there's the free database that everybody welcome to, to take part in. It it literally takes like five minutes to fill out the profile. It's for my eyes only. The else sees it. And uh, my, my ready for love course, which is like the first ever vegan online dating course created for a vegan uh, by vegan for vegans so really excited about that and uh i can't wait to share my about the uh tv show with all of you guys yeah that sounds very exciting yeah we love tv yeah oh my god we love tv so much (laughs) it's really odd because like we like we're we go out and do things like like and i read too we both read but it's like we're very good marathon TV people. So like anyone that's like, Oh, TV show. I'm like, Oh, what? Great. Give me a reason. (laughs) Give me a reason to cuddle with a cat and watch more TV. Yeah. Yeah. I just need to get the money together because a TV show is very expensive, but this has been like my vision and my dream for like the last few months. So I'm going to make it happen. I know I am. I am just not sure how yet, but I will make it happen. Love it. Um, Andy reminded me to ask our signature interview question, which is um, unrelated to unrelated everything. to anything at all. <laughs> We've discussed, <laughs> but we uh, we um, Danny and I have two loves in life, three loves in life: um, television, cats, and food. And so, my husband was not on the no, list. No, <laughs> he's not, especially because he was cats from you. Yeah. Um, and so, I haven't had dinner yet. I so know. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Same. Um, so our question for you is, do you have a favorite vegan meal or a favorite vegan, like what is your favorite vegan food item, meal or otherwise? Yeah, homemade or something at a place that you've gone to. Yes. It is definitely my homemade tofu cashew lasagna. Oh. Tofu cashew ricotta lasagna. And I literally make it for like all my non vegan friends, non vegan family, and they all go crazy over it. I bet it sounds so good. Danny's making really weird sounds with her mouth. Yeah, it's so good, so easy to make. And yeah, like I've had non vegans just like go crazy over it. And they always ask me to make it. Love it. I'm hungry. As someone who like specializes in love, do you think that you can win people over with food? Can you make someone fall in love with you? Oh, (laughs) yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. 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 The way to man's heart is through his stomach. Yeah. Yeah. The way to my heart is through my stomach. (laughs) Absolutely. I think my heart lives in my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they are one in the same yeah yeah no, 100% oh man very cool so what um where can people find you on social media and websites and yes, things like that where so are you knows where to go yeah so uh at fine veg love on facebook and insta and twitter my website is fineveglove.com 
I also have that uh, Facebook group called Find Veg Love, great place to connect with other singles. And you can uh, sign up for my newsletter as well. And I have a free masterclass that you can watch so you can kind of get a better idea of, like my style and my approach. Um, and yeah. That's cool. Very Hi. cool. Well, thank you for taking time to discuss love with us and all the cool things that you do. It's yes. really, um, it's just, like I said, it's really neat to know that someone is out there fighting for love, especially in a, in a world which debatably is full oh. of a lot of hate and anger right now. Oh my God. It's really yeah. nice to know that there's someone fighting for love and the other side of things. Yes. So. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find. Catch me a catch. Look through. Whoa, this is the outro. You're not allowed to make noises in the outro. Perfect match. Matchmaker, matchmaker, I'll bring the veil. You bring the groom, slender and pale. Those are the words. (laughs) Bring me a vampire. Those are the real life words. Hmm. Mm-hmm. bring me slender man mm-hmm. anyways wasn't that great yes mm-hmm. um i don't know what do you want to outro should we just give the update yeah we'll do a little update a rooney can you make the someone make the that's it breaking news um so our intro outro is i guess the update update to the uh to our interview we do have some updated information Brought to you. Brought to you by it looks like Andy wants to say something, but I I think that's just like you were just like doing this like you were like, wait, 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 wait. No. Oh, okay. Well, then great. Updated information. Kat, why don't you give us the the 411, the hip haps. The hip haps? I don't know. I made that one up. Hip haps? Sure. I said a hip hap. (laughs) God. (laughs) Sorry. Um, The hip haps. um, It's catchy. Is our... Is. Hip-haps? Hip-hap. Hip, <laughs> so. Hip-hap. What's happening? situation as we know it. It's happening, Captain. Is our friend Karen, um, since recording this interview with us, let us know that um, the Plant-Based Network, in partnership with her, um, will be doing um, a vegan dating game type style show called The Vegan Cupid Show. And you can learn more about that at the Plant-Based Network's um website and social media Mm -hmm. and whatnot so that's pretty cool yeah so it's kind of cool that a dream is coming realized because it was like maybe this is happening but and then like bam here Mm -hmm. it is so and since then too uh karen made a really big announcement she got a got yeah she got a big guy what what big fish did she catch even though she's a vegan it's it's fine it's not a vegan whatever it is it's a swedish fish (laughs) She got a big bag of Swedish fish. She got a huge bag of Swedish fish. Yes. Um, when she landed Michael Greger as one of her clients. Yeah. That's some exciting shit. Guys, you could be matched with Michael Greger. You could be. <laughs> so, like, we're just saying, like, you could you could do this, and that's pretty cool. And, I mean, maybe, maybe Michael Greger isn't your match, but... If, you know, if you're interested, Karen can find you definitely someone, but Michael Greg would be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. All the work she's doing is really, really neat. And it was interesting to hear about that because mm-hmm. like we said, we I had no idea what that actually looked like or really that matchmaking was a thing. A thing. So it's cool to it's know that very cool. you have someone in your corner. If you want, if you want just a little bit of guidance and mm-hmm. help in finding someone, then then that'd be nice. Yeah. I think it's great. And yeah. Karen's pretty cool. And it sounds like you kind of get a friend out of it. You get someone who gets to know about you. Know, so, right? yeah. Default. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Cool beans. Happy V-Day. Happy V-Day because the V-Spot. It's the V-Spot V-Day. <laughs> <gasps> Guys, Happy if you. V-Spot V-Day. So this is coming out on Valentine's Day. So All it's a little late, but you can send us belated Valentine's Day gifts. You just went like well, this. I just like crotch. You just I just went did. Like this. I did. I did. <laughs> Danny Give just did the traditional this. suck it move where she <laughs> took her hands and hit her crotch with them as if to say, suck it. <laughs> but I think what she was doing was making a V. Yes, I was. <laughs> 
I was making And now we can't stop doing it. Anyway, this is this is why we don't record. <laughs> this is way this is pure insanity. Okay, oh, great. Well, um, <laughs> until next time, send yeah. us belated gifts. Happy and Valentine's I'm sorry, Day. I just told you all to suck it. Without yeah. me. <laughs> um, happy Valentine's Day to you and yours. And um, send yeah. us gifts. Yeah. All right, that's it. Yeah, we like chocolates. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed. This episode of the V-Spot and all episodes of the V-Spot that you may yeah. endure today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you, yeah, if you want to torture, if you want to, like, wave, <laughs> if you want to torture someone on Valentine's Day for yeah, some reason. like enemies. Yeah. <laughs> send them just this, just this, like, two-minute clip here. Just the tip. Of us. Yeah, just the tip. <laughs> just the tip clip. Ooh. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. But go to the V-Spot.fm yeah, and listen to our old episodes. And we're going to go. So, okay, bye. Okay, bye.